1: What's up, and welcome back to the Kind of Funny Games cast. Of course, I am your host, Tim Gettys, and I'm joined by the new face of video games, blessing Adiyoye Jr. What a day! What a day! The master of hype, Snowbike Mike. It's an awesome day, Tim. One of the coolest dudes in video games, Greg Miller. What
0: a time! What a time! What a time!
1: And the Texas treat, Latino heat, clicking heads and ripping them to tre... Blah, 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 blah. You know, it's Andy Cortez.
2: Hey, guys.
0: How <laughs> they? Tim's been talking I for
1: four it. straight hours. It. And then I just <laughs> didn't. Uh, of course, this is the Kind of Funny Games cast where each and every week we get together to talk about video games and all the things that we love about them. You can watch it on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames or roosterteeth.com. You could also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for Kind of Funny Games cast, and we will be right there for you. The entire Summer Game Fest season you're going to want to hang out and watch live with us over on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames and twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames where we will be reacting to all of the biggest showcases. We'll be breaking them down. We're about to go down to Los Angeles to play a whole bunch of games this weekend and then talk about them next week so you know all of our up-to-date thoughts on everything going on. So, stay tuned to Kind of Funny for all of your gaming needs. Um, if you're out there on the streets on the Epic Game Store, use our code Funny, and at no extra cost to you, it helps benefit It's us with some money, Mike. Does that make you feel good? That makes me feel good. Let's keep the lights on, Tim. I really would like to keep the lights on. If you want to go above and beyond and help. Oh, Oh,
0: no. no. The (laughs) lights are off. If
1: you want to turn them back on, patreon.com slash kind of funny is where you want to go. Um, Just like our Patreon producer, Delaney Twining, we appreciate you so very, very much. Um, And because of your support, you get the show ad free. But for everyone else, you're going to hear some ads for Shady Ray's BetterHelp and, of course, Amazon Gaming and Summer Game Fest. Thank you guys for partnering us with us. Partnering with us this showcase season, you can go to Amazon.com slash Summer Game Fest all summer long to pre-order the latest games being announced or to buy the games that you might have missed out on this year. Because there's already, it's might be the most difficult year to come up with a top 10 list already, Woo. you know, and we're not even halfway done. So Amazon.com slash Summer Game Fest is where you're going to want to go for all of that. But the topic of the show today touch, 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 is our thoughts touch, 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 touch. on what we just watched, which was. Jeff Keeley's Summer Game Fest kickoff live, 2023 live at the YouTube theater in front of 6,000 screaming fans. Blessing. I want to start with you. What up? We're going to go around the table, and we're going to, on the kind of funny scale of one to five, give our rating of what we thought of this showcase. Go.
3: I thought that was a great showcase. I had a really fun time. I think it was a big step up from last year, where last year we ended up giving it a two out of five, right? Because there just wasn't enough hype moments, right? The pacing was off, all this stuff this showcase wasn't perfect i think there's still some pacing issues there toward the latter half of the show there were there were extended moments that felt like they were the commercial moments even though we were out of commercials and we're legit in the video game announcements but they weren't hitting in the way that the the first half was right like we started off strong with prince of persia the lost crown Uh, we had mortal kombat 1 and we had things like street fighter 6 we had path of exile too which also had a pretty good trailer in here and a lot of these trailers were hitting like mortal kombat 1 was such a substantial trailer in terms of the content we were getting the pacing of it how good that game looks even for knowing it's a big new entry into the mortal kombat franchise the way that mortal kombat 1 is pushing things forward from mortal kombat 11 and 10 um i think that definitely needs a shout out that was such a good trailer but even in the latter half we had some exciting things the fact that we had spider-man 2 in that game <coughs> with a release date and even more really fun tidbits that we didn't even get out of the playstation showcase i think that's really cool and really impressive Um, And then the ending with Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, I think, was a really solid way to end it Um, with a trailer that, again, was fantastic and a release window of early 2024. For me, the showcase had so much. um, And, yeah, the only thing I'd say for it was that the pacing was a bit off with a lot of stuff in there that probably could have been cut. Right. And that's the struggle of throwing a showcase is you want to pay the bills. And then you also are at the mercy of the games that you can get and can't get and all that stuff. But I think for the most part, Jeff and the team managed it fairly well. And so for me, I'm giving it four out of five.
4: Mr. Snowbike, Mike. Yeah, very well said there, Bless. It is a four out of five on the kind of funny scale for me. This is a great showcase. And Jeff and his team got in their Duffy. And I was really impressed. I think having the live audience really changed it up for Jeff, right? I think we're coming off of two years now with him creating something that is not live, not in front of an audience. And really, I think it changed up his formula on how he had to do this. You can see him smiling up on stage, getting the crowd to interact and be a part of that is a big deal. Bringing up celebrities, I think... We did hit the snooze button halfway through into the, the three-fourths part about this, and like that's the only downfall that I can really critique. The games he had were solid. There are some great titles in there. There are games that spoke to me, didn't speak to me. Hit the wider audience, probably didn't hit the wider audience. But all in all, two hours here, a little bit on the long side, but great conference from Jeff.
0: Greg Miller. What I love about the Kind of Funny Review Scale is you have to make tough decisions, and you have to decide based on this word and this number where you want to go, right? Uh, For me personally, I'm going to continue the trend and say it's a four out of five, great. Uh, I say that because I just don't think if anybody was to talk, when we talk tomorrow, ad nauseum to everybody in the industry about what we thought of this SGF presentation, it would be unfair to say it was okay. I think that uh, you said so poignantly today and reminded everybody on Games Daily, Tim, uh, Summer Game Fest as a presentation hadn't found an identity yet. I really truly hope that Jeff looks at what worked about this show and says this is the identity. I really appreciated the awesome trailers, and then also having devs up there to talk about it. Uh, we're going to bring somebody out like Nicolas Cage, and we're going to use them and let them be Nicolas Cage and be fun and be exciting. We're going to show you plenty of trailers that are in, in, out really quickly, and like that'll be a Sonic thing that maybe speaks to somebody or maybe doesn't. Maybe it's going to be like, you know, Blessings Game of the Show kind of thing, or maybe it'll be somebody's whatever. I forget about it. And then, of course, yeah, there's going to be the ads in there that pay the bills or whatever. I thought it was a good mix. I agree with Mike. I do think in that uh, there was a second section there in the second hour where it was dragging a bit, where it was like, okay, cool. We're getting a lot of the bills paid right now, but that has to happen. And I think if you want to compare this to other SGF presentations, I think this is the best one yet. And I think that this is uh, – I think maybe when we get maybe three or four from this and look back on SGFs, it might be, okay, that was a three out of five. But in terms of what SGF has been, what it is now, I think this was a great presentation.
2: Same but I mean, you know, just big echo chamber here, San Francisco, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I'd give it a four out of five as well. Um I we got a Liza P date, we got a Spider-Man date, it ended with an awesome showcase from Final Fantasy. The one thing that did feel kinda odd was we're used to the big block of commercials back to back to back to back, and that's when we usually talk to the audience or go to the restroom. You know, that's that's kind of become the norm from a lot of these game. Game Awards or uh, SGF or whatever presentation it is we're watching. I was surprised by, as much as we were making jokes of like, oh, only an hour left, only the, I was surprised at like how quickly we were suddenly at the end after what we're used to a lot of blocks and suddenly it was like, all right, here's the final thing, like, oh shit, we're, yeah. I'm used to like a couple of nice announcements after those big blocks and then the big one more thing. Um, but I still think overall, like it started off super strong. Um, and we got some really, uh, important info for, uh, different games that we weren't sure we were going to get anytime soon. And then of course, um, I want to shout out the, uh, again, the Liza P date I have written here. I was not expecting to be excited for a Sonic game and that was <laughs> an awesome surprise I could I would have never in a million years thought that I'd be excited for a Sonic game but that looks like it's going to be a lot of fun with oh, friends. Yeah. Join us. Um yeah. <laughs> join us. Uh and again, ending with a great showcase of Final Fantasy getting the Spider-Man 2 date. I just uh, I love the idea of the Space Marine game, uh which is uh Warhammer. That game looks really really awesome. Alan Wake 2. This was probably the most interested that I've been in Alan Wake as a franchise uh remnant two from the ashes was a pretty quick showing but i'm still super stoked on that game which fire looks awesome as hell there was a lot of games in here that i'm sure we'll get to but yeah i think this is a four out of five great job that's a five for me, man. Wow. I, I, I,
1: I, like, legitimately, I'm not saying it's an all caps five. This is the greatest showcase of all time, but fat I five. do, I do think it's that a on the, on, it's a fat five. It's a fat five on the kind of funny scale. That was an amazing showcase. Like, what do I look for from showcases, announcements, answers to questions we have surprises. We got all of that stuff. Memes, fun presentations, like great uh, production value presentation across the board. They did all those things. Um, that this spoke to me very loudly, ending with Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. It looking as incredible as it does. Earlier today, uh, yeah. you are like, Tim, what what would they need to do to get you excited? I'm like, give me a trailer that I'm going to watch a hundred times over the next couple months. They did that. Dissect the shit out of it. Starting this yeah. off with the Prince of Persia game that legitimately looks like just the thing of my dreams. Made by the Rayman Legends team. A 2D game with hip-hop inspirations and it's Prince of Persia. Castlevania? What are you talking about? Give it to me right now. I have full faith that game is going to be incredible. A 2D Sonic game. We yeah. I, we were hoping we were going to get a Sonic announcement. I was hoping it was going to be a 2D game. And here we are. I'm hoping we get to play. I'm hoping I get some answers soon of what the quality is going to be. But so far, I think that looks fantastic. Um, and even beyond that, Mortal Kombat, what a fantastic presentation of gameplay. I was already excited for that game. I'm even more excited now. That I love NetherRealm's uh, single player. This looks like the best yet. Like, this yeah. looks in- absolutely incredible. Alan Wake 2, getting gameplay of that. I said this during the show, but I didn't think it would be possible for me to be excited about Alan Wake 2. I know I want to play that game. That sold me on it. That's what a showcase should be for, right? Um, Beyond that, like going through, seeing some of the other things like Party Animals getting a date, Spider-Man 2 getting a date. We got dates. We got answers. These things weren't expected. And we got a Ubisoft game in Prince of Persia. We got Spider-Man 2 from PlayStation Studios. We ended it with the big square Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. This is the identity I want Jeff Keighley's shows to have. It doesn't have to be a PlayStation Showcase or a Square thing or Ubisoft Forward. He has the power to have everybody on the same stage. And I think that this is a glimpse into... The, the vision and the plan that he has, I am supremely impressed. Is that to say that it's perfect? God, no, it isn't. The, there was pacing issues. The Marvel Snap stuff, personally to me, the, what they announced is really exciting. How they announced it Weird. fell flat and like, really didn't work. And I think that was the moment that like, kind of created a lot of the pacing issues in the show, which is unfortunate. Um, but yeah, I feel like that, that's the, the low for me. Otherwise, it was two hours, great time hanging out with you all. And um, again, that's us. when it comes to the, the showcase stuff, like what are we looking for? This is what I'm looking for.
2: Yeah, as much as I, I, I agree with you as no, a non-snap player, I think you introduced that segment with ProZD's little video short, and yeah. then you bring on the developer and you talk about these changes and things that you're doing, because it really seemed like they were teeing up, hey, look at the stuff that ProZD's complaining about. Guess what? We have a new mode that's gonna kind of alleviate those issues. it was just a little short, and that's cute, but it was awkward and weird, Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, I think the thing that impresses me is that Jeff, I, more and more, I think, has proven how trusted he is. Like, the fact that he was sure. able to get the Spider-Man 2 release date sure. and PlayStation didn't even have the Spider-Man 2 release date at the showcase. Like, of course, PlayStation could have done it if they wanted to, right? Like, after that big old uh, gameplay presentation, they could have smacked the date on there. But the fact that they look at Jeff Keighley as a worthwhile place to reveal additional information. We had it last year, too, with the last, the last of the list, of the most, well, multiplayer stuff and then also of Us part one, which were both revealed at uh, Jeff's thing. I mean, that's really impressive. Like, I'm looking forward to game awards and then next year's summer game fest kickoff to have playstation things there and i think that's huge for him the fact that you know you, you listed off the square index thing but even with final Fantasy 7 rebirth would have sworn that that would have been at a playstation showcase mm-hmm. right because that is where you get that type of information having that be at jeff kelly's thing and him being able to close out with that with a release window and again with like with that trailer which i was already excited for this game seeing that trailer somehow has me even more excited that's very impressive and then yeah you go through the list of capcom and a billion focus on interactive games and yeah an alan wake 2 trailer that got <laughs> like me, god focuses there I love yeah. it. an alan wake 2 trailer that got me super excited for alan wake 2 and i'm somebody who's not an alan wake person like yep. that did its job i think the trailers that were here the, especially for the stuff that i think was was on the more exciting side all pretty much hit right like even the um, like a dragon guide in the main who erased his name that trailer w- going into it didn't care that much coming out of it damn i really want to play that game and i can say that for much any of the big announcements here you know like i think the only thing that makes it feel like not a five out of five is there was just a lot in there where it's like okay do we need this but the stuff that hit in here for me is was fantastic like i think they did a really great job of getting in the hits here at a time where it feels like there wasn't as much to talk about or as much to announce right like we didn't get Elden ring dlc i'm surprised by uh some of the stuff that we didn't get but even without some of the big hitters you still got final Fantasy 7 rebirth which is huge and so yeah shout out to that no date, you know
1: like that's that's huge it's a really big deal look cool demo out today like for me like what you're talking about of like all the the fluff stuff like the problem is if this isn't a five what is a five because that stuff is never going to be gone that that stuff cannot be cut and i feel like for this being a a two-hour show it wasn't even two hours but this came in at like 140 something right uh yeah 145-ish yeah Um, so with that, it's like you don't get much tighter. normally these shows go way too long and they say two hours and it ends up being like two fifteen. and it's like, ah, oh, we could have cut this could have cut this. yeah, there's a lot of stuff we could have cut. Guess what, guys? That's never gonna happen. There never has been a showcase that um doesn't have that stuff, and there never will be because that's not how this works.
3: yeah also the twist a twisted metal trailer. I get that that might be a, a low point for some people, but like I feel like those people gotta have fun. Like that trailer, I was having a blast during that trailer as. Putting off the act, right? As terrible as that fucking <laughs> like clip was, as bad as that show is gonna be, I'm all about it. Like I was I was having a fun time watching that.
4: As someone who had a very bad video game show made about one of his favorite things. That's twisted metal favorite. looks way better than Halo. I'll say it right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh my god. I watched that trailer and I was like, I'd watch this a thousand times before I watch Halo ever again. Oh, I my think it's god. just a
0: jarring way to drop into that world, is my hope. Right? Of like uh, so, yeah, the, what's the car combat? And then it, and I was like, oh, well, the set looks kind of bare. This must be filmed for a promotional thing. And you guys are like, nah, this no, this is the a show. show. What did like I get? Huh. Okay. That's the show, baby. We will see. Drop in. Buckle up. July, man. here it comes. Here
1: it comes, man. Uh, let's go thing by thing. Oh, and okay. Thing Lord. by That's thing. a lot of things. Whole lot of a lot things. Of whole thing. lot of things. A whole lot of things. Starting okay. the show. My announcement of the show Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, coming January 18th, 2024. A 2D uh, Metroidvania style Prince game. God, this looks good. It looks awesome. Made it by the really, Raymond Legends really team. Like, what are, what are y'all's thoughts on this one?
3: This is another one where I'm I'm not a Prince of Persia person, but watching this trailer, I really You're like. I'm about this game. to be. I'm about to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this game looks dope. Like you mentioned, the, the hip hop stuff in it, like the in the trailer, I think is really cool. And it being more of a Metroidvania, I think is a very interesting take on Prince of Persia. Let alone the different style of it, and yeah, it being from the Rayman team. This I'm surprised. I, I I guess. Not surprised that they didn't wait for the Ubisoft uh, forward to show this off, but like, this has given me something, I guess, additional to look forward to out of that Ubisoft forward, which is what I think that forward needs. And so, yeah, I think this is a great announcement.
2: I, I, As awesome as it is, I do kind of, just for Ubisoft's sake, wish it was in the, only in the Ubisoft presentation. Uh, Cause it does kind of take away some of the gas from there. And with this being such a out of nowhere announcement for me, at least I had never really heard of any of these rumors. I think the combat looks cool as hell great art style uh awesome abilities we see this character having it looks like just a crazy toolkit of things to use uh to dispose of these enemies i think this game looks awesome as hell and i'm definitely going to be playing it
4: yeah someone who has fallen in love with ori in all of these kind of games i've never played a prince of persia so this will be high on my list of right away give this a try
0: for me tim it's not the prince of persia i want but i'm excited to mm. see it you know i do like prince of persia but I, you know metroidvania really is in my genre i think it looks great i love the surprise factor of it. i think it was a great way to lead off of like hey here is something that you're not expecting and it's not the world's biggest thing but we're setting the bar kind of for what we're going to do and what kind of announcements we're going to have
1: yeah so i mean you guys know me i'm a big fan of prince of persia sense of time trilogy all that stuff but i also love the classic 2d prince of persia's and when they put out I forget the name of it, but there was a Sands of Time visually inspired and, like, some of the tool set 2D one. There was a XBLA game, um, and that was super, super good. This just looks like the 2024 version of that. And, like, oh, man, very Spider-Verse inspired, too. Like, I can't be more excited about that. But then Mortal Kombat 1, September 19th, we got a, a very extended look into some of the story bits, gameplay bits. Bless, starting with you. Mm-hmm. Where are you at with this?
3: I could, I, I can't believe that I'm somehow this more excited for Mortal Kombat 1 than I was I guess three hours ago where <laughs> the the stuff they're doing with it being a reboot right then going back and remixing the uh, original Mortal Kombat lore I I've been back and forth on my excitement on it because we've had that before like that's what Mortal Kombat 9 did and so the fact that we're three games later and you're rebooting it again I for me I was I was kind of like all right cool like I get it, like that's what the narrative is. But seeing what we're seeing and seeing that, oh no, we're really remixing this. Like the fact that Ed Boon came out and said, "Hey, yeah, Scorpion and Sub Zero are bros." Seeing uh, Kenshi, seeing like this version of Johnny Cage, it all looks fresh and different in a way that looks really neat. The cameo system looks fun, and I'm not, I'm not a person that gravitates toward the uh, assist fighters, but I think that kind of change from Mortal Kombat is welcome. Mortal Kombat for the last few iterations has done a pretty good job of. Finding what is the what is what's the gimmick this time, right? That doesn't feel like a gimmick, right? What is the twist or angle this time that's gonna make this one feel like it deserves the next numbered entry, right? This is a new Mortal Kombat game. And them leaning into the cameo stuff, them having that as a way to filter in more characters that we love because Mortal Kombat is filled with characters and Ed Boon coming out and confirming that, no, just because a character is a cameo character doesn't mean that they're not gonna be able to be playable on the main roster. Love that because that is my big fear with it. I don't want a Smash Brothers trophy situation. And so, yeah, I think with all that, the story setup, I think, posits a lot of interesting things you can do with that uh either ed or jeff during the thing said that oh yeah you can be you can play a sub-zero but also have sub-zero be your cameo what does that mean in terms of are you doing weird timeline shit with that is that how you're going to do it is there is it going to be two different timeline versions of sub-zero i think there's a lot of cool stuff you can do but yeah, like, I think it was a great way to showcase the game, and every single thing they showed, moment to moment, even though it was an extended gameplay demo, I never got bored, and that's huge for for a showcase like this. Like, that's what you want to do. For a fighting do. game, specifically. Yeah, for a fighting game, specifically. And, like, Mortal Kombat's one of those ones where it's so mainstream. Like, the fact that, you know, Andy and Tim and everybody here is, like, pointing out, oh, that's Goro, oh, that's Kano, oh, that's this, that, that. Like, that's what Mortal Kombat is, and I imagine that most of us here are going to show
0: up at least for the story mode, which is... Big for it. One thing I want to toss out there from the official press release that's come since this was live. Ed talked about the cameo system and did all that stuff. I found this interesting, right? (laughs) Additionally, the video features various cameo fighters such as Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Sonya Blade, Kano, Goro, uh, Kung Lao, Striker, and Jackson, Jax Briggs. Each cameo fighter is based on a classic version of the character, pulling from over 30 years of Mortal Kombat history, in a ship, and it goes on. So I like the idea cool. that when they're coming up, they're easily identifiable, but this is you know, the start of a new timeline, but they're you know, having a call back there to the classics. Greg, I know you're not
1: necessarily ever a big fighting game guy, not even a Mortal Kombat guy. Right. With the uh, Injustice series, though, yeah. like you did get into that for the DC reasons, Nether Realm being so good at the single player
0: stuff. You interested in giving this one a shot? Absolutely not. But okay. I'm glad. I thought. I thought. Yeah. It, again, especially to sit here because even he's just a fa- he's a father now, bro. Like, yeah. well, no, because like uh, injustice didn't work for me, if you remember. Injustice 1, I struggled through on easy. I would just put the controller down, let him lose so I could get the easy fight at the end. In Injustice 2, I started and I was like, I don't want I can't even do this again. Uh, so it was one of those things. I love the Injustice comics, Tom Taylor. I read those, you know what I mean? So much great stuff there. Uh, no, I won't be playing this and it's not my jam, but I love uh, the look of it. I love the care of it. I love Ed Boone's 30-year history with it. It's one of those for sure that as a player, it's not my bag in any way, shape, or form, but as a video game player, don't know what I want to call this, critic, fan, like somebody whose job it is to talk about games. I love talking to Ed about the game. I love seeing this presentation. Again, this is really where I think I even said it. Like, oh, man, this is awesome. I hope they did this the entire way because this is such a beautiful way to showcase games. Here's the trailer, and I mean, for them, here's a very in-depth trailer showing story, showing fatality, showing gameplay, and then let's come out and talk about these individual things you're adding to a game. People know so well. Andy, what about you with Mortal Kombat?
2: I mean, I... You know, the most recent iteration that had a lot of story elements built into it and it calling back to a lot of the movie stuff, I, for no real good reason, never played it. Like, And I know I should, and I know I'd really dig it because of the fandom that I had for Mortal Kombat as a kid and how much I loved those movies back in the day. I know I need to give it a shot, and I definitely plan on doing so before we get this one because as somebody who's not very good at fighting games at all, I I just love, like, it, this feels so much more than just character enters the stage and says something that's kind of like, oh, that's a little lore tidbit. Like, this seems so detailed. And after seeing a lot of the cutscenes from the prior Mortal Kombat game, this seems like... Really, really high production values are going to be here. Sorry, oh, I'm good. also watching the Hyperlight Breaker footage from some from Day uh, of oh, the Devs oh, Day is the happening the Devs. right now. Yeah. yeah, I got.
0: If we are, of course, if you're watching this later, we are reacting and giving your post show while Day of the Devs happens. I know people are sometimes like, oh, I can't believe they aren't watching it. I was pre briefed on this. I've actually seen the presentation. Great lineup of games this year. Hyperlight Breaker looks so fucking it does sick. Look I thought of you. <laughs> I if you would cut to... his time on work, you could have watched oh, it.
3: Oh man. I want to shout out a few of the details om jesus mentioned that like ray or raiden i can't want to keep want to say riding because it's metal gear but raiden is just a dude yeah. right the fact that they're making the like they're doing that stuff with it right which is coming off of the last game, but it still feels fresh from the ground up. Like you can jump in the fact that it is Fire God Liu Kang is the God in this one. And he's recruiting people for Mortal Kombat, almost like it's a heist movie or some shit. Mortal like, Kombat, Mortal Kombat. Like to say, like Chris It's <laughs> <Lambert. laughs> So cool. And then some of the details of it, of seeing one of the cameo fighters early on in the trailer do what looked like an x-ray move, right? And then seeing later one of the cameos doing what seemed like a fatality. I am very excited to see how that actually manifests in game. Like. Is that going to open up my, I guess, abilities abilities to do things like that? I'm all about it. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to, one, like, watch this trailer for myself again and just, uh, see if I can see the more details. Then also watch the max millions of the world watch this trailer and break down all the stuff that I'm not seeing. I, I'm so excited for it. Mikey, Mortal
4: Kombat? I'm a Mortal Kombat kid. I've been telling Bless this whole year. This is the one that I've been waiting for when you talk about all the fighting games. So I'm very excited. Of course, the environments and the stages looked wowing, right? The fatalities were all so bloody and, of course, very squishy, which I can't wait. So, yeah, I'm very excited about Mortal Kombat 1. This is the fighting game for me this year when Bless brings up Street Fighter Tech. And, hey, Mike, what are you going to jump in and let me beat you up in? It's Mortal Kombat, so I'm very excited about this
2: one. Mike was too busy with Mortal Kombat to know what a Hadouken was. Yes, okay? exactly. That's the reason. exactly. That's how much this kid loves, yes. Mortal, loves Mortal Kombat. Kombat. All right. mm-hmm. Thank Next
1: you. up, we had Path of Exile 2. We're going to find out a little more about that on July 28th. Really appreciate the setup of this, of Jeff kind of comparing it to Diablo 4. Another thing I kind of love about what Summer Game Fest and Game Awards and the Keeley uh, events allow, which is kind of a shared love of video games across all the devs, all the pubs, all the major, uh, console hardware makers. So, um, I didn't expect that. I like to see that. I want more of that. Greg
0: being the bigger Diablo guy here. What that one do for you looks great. Uh yeah you know uh, Mike you talked about Path of Exile one it popped up and a little bit yes. more with it like I'm not familiar with Path of Exile one I did not play it and if I did it must have been a preview event and just glossed by uh you know obviously being obsessed with Diablo right now uh it was a look at there I'm like all right graphic fidelity looks great powers look cool environment mm-hmm. looks creepy I think again I was very impressed uh, that you know Jeff was took it right at it right of like diablo 4 is out right now it's hot here is if you're in that action rpg let me sell you on that game right of what this is which again is one of those big things i think that these kind of showcases can miss right where it is i'm just going to drop a trailer not tell you about it not give you a hook for it it's very hard to drop a smaller game a double a game that just in a trailer form and it looks like every other first person shooter looks like every other space marine game i appreciated the intro the walk-in of like hey Y'all are obsessed with that right now. This is going to be coming and deserves your attention.
2: And doesn't require hacking your Steam Deck, probably, to get it on there. Yeah.
0: Roger, if you're watching, you got to come out of <laughs> <laughs> the
2: Uh Yeah, all well right. said on this one. This is, for all the hype
4: that Diablo is getting here, is a great one to put on your list, be able to jump into it. I think Greg can attest to it. It's like, you love these games so much, and then you want more. You're looking for that yeah. next big thing. And like you guys said, Jeff sold it so well. Shout out to that team for being like, yeah, let's put that name in
1: there. Let's try to get the hype. Path of Exile 1, a lot of people talk about it, so I'm excited for 2. Next up, we have uh, Exo Primal cross Street Fighter Capcom collab one. Let's go. A uh, Little weird. <laughs> Classic Capcom. Let's get crazy Class out there. Classic Capcom. In some uh, Robo Ryu and Guile fighting some dinosaurs. I still don't understand what's happening.
2: I prefer, yeah. I prefer <laughs> MCU versus Capcom, but
3: I, I guess Exo Primal. <laughs> versus Exo <Capcom>. Primal. <laughs> Ryu versus dinosaurs.
1: Um. Yeah. So this this is interesting. I do like this Capcom collab one. Imply there might be a couple more. I'm a little oh, yeah. confused about
3: like what where the like, collab is. This? Going? Are we playing
5: this in Exo Primal? This is this is definitely Exo
3: Primal. Street I don't think. Fighter. But that's the weird thing is that that scene had them doing Hadouken. I think that
2: was just a cute little thing, a a little tidbit. Yeah, I would love
3: if they were to do both, though. Like, oh, here's a weird exoprimal skin that is a new costume for Ryu because that's the kind of stuff they can do with Street Fighter. They're adding in a battle pass and shit.
2: That's what I think it is. I do feel like these are uh, you're gonna get these random, you'll get a a Monster Hunter style skin uh, for whoever in in Street Fighter. I feel like these collabs are possibly gonna go both both ways ways with it. Yeah.
3: I, I, cool. I think it's, it's it's neat. I'm looking forward to Exoprimal, and so playing as Ryu and Exoprimal, I'm like, well, oh, let's
2: fucking go. Okay, all right, cool. Now, is is Ryu a skin for somebody, or is Ryu an actual character class? He's
3: one of the dinosaurs. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yes.
2: Uh, and then from that, Jeff
1: had a great segue of talking about, like, that's not the, the wildest collaboration. Well, now we have Dead by Daylight with Nicolas Nicholas Cage. Bringing, Cage. bringing out the man going. himself. And it was Nicholas great. Nicolas Cage. A lot of fun. You know, we, we always make fun of the celebrity stuff, and there's that meme potential. I thought this was... Flawless victory
0: here. Loved it. It's like when you bring out somebody like Nick Cage who can talk, right, and, like, isn't going to get stumbled and doesn't need a script to go off of, even though clearly he had been briefed. and he But he knew what he was talking about. It wasn't like this was – He's looking out at a monitor. It wasn't like he didn't know what was going on. It wasn't like he wasn't engaging. He was engaged with Jeff. He was engaged with the audience. He was engaged with how goofy this idea is, right? And I just love even the callback of, like, you know, talking about, oh, yeah, you know what? There's a dead-by-daylight enthusiast in the family, right? And that's how I got the hook. Yeah, I made a hook. I was like, yeah, it's like, all right, Nicolas Cage, you're doing, right? And, like, are you playing yourself or are you playing somebody else? He's like, I am playing, you know, a very heightened version of uh, an actor named Nicolas Cage or whatever. So it's exactly It's goofy. It's it's completely silly. I appreciate that he's a survivor. You know, I think when it dropped, people thought he was gonna be the killer. Like, as Mike said, it's going to be crazy to have four Nicholas carriages running running around,
4: trying to get out of there. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so well said there, Greg, right? Like you think of the previous ones, Al Pacino coming out, right? I think -ah. (laughs) you just, you look at moments and you're like, Oh man, like this just isn't hitting right Jeff. Like you're missing the mark. Nick cage off the cuff did a very good job at selling this and getting excited. And also let's focus to the game, right? Dead by daylight continues to impress. They continue to bolster that roster with just iconic characters from all of your favorite horror franchises. And then they get Nick cage, just a fun little one, right? there. So shout out to you, dead by daylight continuing to bring it.
1: Uh, Then we switch over to the video game TV side of things. Little witcher season three trailer leading by Henry Cavill via a video thing. Um, Who's most excited about this one? Did this trailer do anything for you? No.
0: Oh, we. I'm excited for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I loved what I saw. You know, I think uh, I was hoping when they announced it that they would be there in person. You know, get the audience riled up, have something of that effect. I always understand it. Again, it's it is what it is. It's hard to get people together, but like would have loved that. Uh, The trailer itself, I mean, like it looks great. It's more. I mean, it looked like the budget's up for action. You know what I mean? And like they did the 360 spin around, head, blood shooting out of the neck kind of thing. Uh, I'm excited for that show, but again. I don't think I, I didn't need to be more excited. I love The Witcher that drops, and Jen and I make that appointment viewing. Yeah. Uh, then after that, we got Witchfire from the makers
1: of uh, Edith Finch. The September twentieth, getting early access. Andy, you're you're pretty hyped for this one.
2: Yeah, it looks awesome as hell. I think just like visually, and I've seen the developer talk about how they want to incorporate magic with these guns, and how uh, everything's very like passive based where if you shoot twice before reloading that makes the next shot even more powerful like there's a lot more meta-ness to it as opposed to just when you run out of ammo you reload there's a lot more like thought put into the shots you're taking i just think visually it looks cool as hell all the magic spells look great and again i love like a side dodge in a first person shooter which is why when Mike and I were playing Destiny, I was like, I need I need a side dodge or a back step or something. Because Doom kind of spoiled how I feel about a lot of first person shooters. Yeah. Just a
0: little more. One quick addition uh, correction though. You said Ethan Finch. Ethan Carter. It's Ethan the vanishing Ethan Carter Thank is you. the studio. That, or the studio's astronauts, right? Astron- yeah, astronauts. Uh, and they have other people from other games. Not Ethan Finch, but it's just saying. Thank you. Giant Sparrow isn't making a giant departure here. Yeah. They go to pitch yeah. fire. <laughs> <That's a real laughs> <different there. laughs> um and
1: then bless. God. After this, they did it. The announcement Sonic of the show, Superstars, Fall 2023, a 2D Sonic game, four players. What do you think?
3: I the least like I did not expect it like this, right? And I'm totally I'm totally down for the idea. I thought it was I thought whatever Sonic thing we could possibly get here could have would have been a. Sonic Mania 2 type situation. And it's funny because in our conversation, I believe on Gamescast or one of our shows, we talked about what we'd want out of a new Sonic game. And I mentioned like, give me more give me more new Sonic shit. Like if we're gonna do another 2D Sonic game, give me like more of what I loved from Studiopolis Zone in, in Sonic Mania 2, or, or in Sonic Mania 1, right? Give me that new, new. And I, they're doing that here. Like this is a different way to play Sonic. It being four player co-op locally, I think is a really fun idea. It brings me back to new Super Mario Brothers and I enjoyed playing New Super Mario Brothers with my siblings, right, back on on, on the Wii. Um, That was such a good time, and translating that to Sonic, I think, is a really good idea. Our style looks neat. Uh, The courses, the gameplay looks fun. And the fact that it's coming this year is a surprise. Like, yeah, let's go.
1: Yeah, definitely surprised to see this. Did not expect a new 2D Sonic. Very happy we're getting one. Um, This isn't Mania 2. This isn't like the the Tim Gettys dream here. Um, We did get Sonic the Hedgehog 4 back in the day, and it looked like this, and that was very, very bad. Um, But I think that this is a different (laughs) Sega. I don't know the exact team working on this. There's a lot of questions out there. I am worried about the multiplayer side. Like, multiplayer 2D Sonic doesn't seem like something that goes well together Um, based on the speed and just momentum that Sonic's kind of known for there. Just like sharing a screen a little uh, problematic potentially um and my other big question is is t lopes doing the music and if mm-hmm. not we got to figure this shit out okay um but yeah gotta, i have questions but very very excited about this and excited it could have been so many other things yeah. it could have oh, so yeah. many
2: things that i'm not interested in i'm very interested in w- this one. i was very kind of uh confused by the way they were pitching it when we're 10 seconds into the trailer i mentioned oh i bet you there's going to be a button you press to switch between art styles but it like starting it was off, a weird this, way to start starting off this trailer with like hey that old shitty art style you don't like guess it's what trash. it's brand new in 3D now like it felt like that's what they were doing like get rid of the old shit this is an all new look like no you could just show us 3D and it looked pretty without having to say we're getting rid of the old stuff you what, know? what
1: that told me wasn't so much we're getting rid of it as much as this is a 2D Sonic game it's not a 2.5D like you look at Generations that plays differently than what, this looks like it plays exactly like Mania does and I think that is the message they were trying to get there of like this is this type of
2: game. Okay, gotcha. Cause like gotcha.
1: like Generations, even though it's 2D, it very much has the like, even the it's classic the game Sonic, games. it feels like a 3D Sonic game, yeah. just in 2D, whereas that looks like it's gonna play like the Genesis games. Gotcha. Okay. You excited, I'm excited for that excited. Mike? <laughs> I
4: mean, my only critique of this, because I am very excited about this. I think it does look very, very cool. The idea of playing four-player co-op, it's gonna be a ton of fun. Sure. We'll be on the couch. My only critique is no online, right? We had that conversation of like, hey, we played that Mario and it was tough online. Hey, Sonic is faster than light. It's going to be tough online. But like the day and age that we live in now, this has to be online, right? Like think of how many times you really have four jabronis on a couch. Like it just doesn't happen like it used to. Sure. Got to be on.
5: But where is the audience for, you know, specifically online multiplayer for a Sonic game? I feel like the best suited uh, for multiplayer for a Sonic game would be couch co-op, right? I just don't know. I don't know if there's an ask for online multiplayer in that way. I, no, but I, think I don't anything, know why. Anything multiplayer
4: is always online now. Yeah, I, I think anytime you put, doesn't matter what game, what genre, I think if you put uh, four players together, it's got to be online.
1: I now. mean, to the point of like New Super Mario Bros. Uh, U, when they ported it to Switch and it's like the same type of game, we all got ready for a stream back in the pandemic era and we went to play it. It was like, oh
2: wait, there's no online. It's you just expect it. And the fact that it's not there is baffling. Yeah. I think now it's more nowadays you're more surprised when there's not couch co-op as opposed to like mm. oh there's no couch co-op. Oh, but you can play online. That's kind of weird. I feel like I would not expect this to not have an online component. Yeah. Um,
1: before we keep going, I want to tell you a real quick word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Amazon and Summer Game Fest. We are in an absolutely stacked year of video game releases, and you can find all of them on Amazon.com slash Summer Game Fest. I hope that you found a spare few hundred hours to play all the amazing games that have come out this year already. Gamers have been eating good this year, but this is the only place you want to be Amazon.com slash Summer Game Fest, because guess what? This summer there's going to be even more exciting announcements coming through of so many more video games that are about to be on all of your favorite consoles like Final Fantasy 16, Armored Core 6, Diablo 4, Street Fighter 6, Mortal Kombat 1, Exo Primal, Assassin's Creed Mirage, <gasps> the list goes on and on. You can go to Amazon.com slash Summer Game Fest all summer long to discover the top new and upcoming games as soon as they go up for pre-order or you can go check out the website now for everything you might've missed so far this year. Again, that's amazon.com summer game fest for all of your video game needs. Shout out to Shady Rays for sponsoring this episode. Do you want to look as cool as I look? Yes, you do. And you can, you can take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an unbeatable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that I've ever worn in my life. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. You can wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. Exclusively for you listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. You can go to shadyrays.com and use the code Kinda Funny. You can get fifty percent off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. You can try for yourself the shades that are rated five stars by over two hundred fifty thousand people. Promo code Kinda Funny at shadyrays.com. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. It's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you and never take a moment to think about what you need from yourself. I know this from experience, how often it just seems easier to care about others and to keep it moving. But when we spend all of our time giving, it can leave us feeling stretched thin and burnt out. Therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Some of my very best friends use BetterHelp and love how helpful it can be for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy give better help a try it's entirely online designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge find more balance with better help visit betterhelp.com slash kind today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help help.com slash kind so then after that we had uh plus you want to take this one
3: I mean, Hon- Honkai Star Rail. That's um, a game Star that Rail, okay. just came out recently. Uh came out about a month ago. Uh, we got PS5 news, right? It's coming Q4 2023, and it was just an ad- additional trailer. Looks cool. I want to play it, or I want to try it out when it comes to PS5. I'm really excited for their other game, uh, Zenless Zone Zero. That's the one I'm, like, really anticipating. But I've heard really good things about Hon- Honkai Star-, Star Rail. People are saying that it's really fun. There's a lot of
2: uh, sort of chatter on the Internet about how, you know, Square is moving away from traditional turn based right? Like when it comes to their big AAA releases and saying people are more engaged with third, per, with third person sort of action games, right? And Honkai Star will being as successful as it is already and how much hype that game has. They're using that as like the, hey, look, people still care about turn based So it's a much bigger deal than I thought it was when it comes to player base.
4: Did I
1: do anything for you, Mike? Uh, no, it did not. It did not. <laughs> um, yeah, I, just not my cup of tea. Well, did Liza P coming out September 19th with a demo out today do something for you? Yeah,
4: that definitely did something for me. I'm very excited about that. That's pretty dope. We finally got a release date for this. We do know it's coming to Game Pass. That's a big win. Of course, a demo out right now. We love these things, like right? these tangible things of, hey, it's now. You can play it now. Take your right? excitement like, from the showcase I right now. I love like, that. With it. And that's always the tough part of these showcases are fantastic. They're awesome. And you get to see the future but I want stuff now Tim and I love whenever you can hit us with a demo especially this cuz I watched Andy play hours of this and I was so jealous because nobody would let me have the sticks and play so I'm pumped up to finally get to do it
1: I mean Game Pass that's that's real big for this one Another big win another Andy, big win You I think are the most excited for Elizabeth I know you are as well bless but Andy what what's this do for you with this date
2: uh, I mean I'm glad we finally got yeah that actual date because 2023 was That year just kept on showing up, and I was worried that it might slip into 2024 because they were never even giving us, like, a window, uh, a window of time for the release. So, yeah, awesome, super stoked. I'm hoping that the demo is not what I played, only so I can hope to play a little bit more in different parts of the game. But, yeah, I think people are definitely in for a treat. I'm excited to see what sort of boss fights they allow you to fight in this game. This is, like just so aesthetically similar to Bloodborne. It plays a lot like Bloodborne with a lot of really cool mechanical changes that they've done to, you know, for a lot of people not familiar with a lot of the Souls uh, Soulsborne games. When Bloodborne came out, uh, they noticed that whenever you get hit, you can immediately get back into the fight and hit, hit, hit back, and you can regain health back that you oh. took away, right? And it sort of uh, encourages momentum. In a very similar, to way, similar way here, the way your health potions work, um, I, I'm not sure exactly when this sort of uh, mechanic sets in or whatever, but the more hits you do, you are charging up a health potion. And then, so it, again, encourages your uh, aggressiveness in combat. It's fun as hell. It looks really, really damn good. It looks great on this, like, You know, uh, God bless the uh, little Xbox center that we played it at. Really crappy TVs, you know, that they got sort of like whenever you do these demos, you don't always have the best tech that you're playing on. And this monitor I was playing on was not great. And the game was still really astoundingly pretty. So I'm so soaked.
1: Uh, Then next up we had Sandland from the creator of Dragon Ball. Look pretty, look cool, but like, yeah, I don't know. Does this do anything
3: for Mr. Dragon Ball over here? (laughs) No, I don't even know if I'm Mr. Dragon Ball. I like Dragon Ball Z, but no, like, it looks cool. Chat was popping off. Uh, about it, so like I think it's one wrong. of those ones where. <laughs> so, <laughs> they're probably not It was gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, at first they thought it was try and then they're like, "Oh no, this is the other thing." Um, but yeah, I mean, I, shout out to Sandland fans. Like, I'm sure if I if I call up Michael Hyam right now, I'm sure he's like, "Yo, yeah, do, dude, Sandland is that shit, bro. I used to watch that back in the day. Like, I'm sure he's su- super excited about it." And. I mean it looks like Dragon Quest, right? Cuz it's Akira Toriyama and so that's pretty
0: neat as well. Yeah, it's got a good art style. Obviously, mm-hmm. I, I I appreciate them bringing over the manga art style and how they've represented that in a 3D space here, right? Like I thought I thought that's what stood out for me.
2: I think it's a really cool, yeah, how do we bring that anime and make it like 3D without cell shading like what you're used to. I guess my biggest disappointment was that when Jeff is introducing this and says a brand new game in Unreal Engine 5. You expect Mm. ultra-realistic graphics with crazy lighting, and and then you see a cartoon guy, I was like, ah, okay. Like, it's still gonna look really damn pretty, but not what you're used to seeing whenever you see Epic, uh, Epic showing off the Unreal Engine, you know?
5: I mean, we gotta cross that uh, gate at some point, right, Andy? Like, everything is hyper-realistic for uh, UE5, so we gotta
2: you know. Oh, I, I mean, I guess when you say Unreal Engine 5 though, I don't know if that needs to be introduced in, a, in an anime it's game this, yeah. yeah if it's this sort of style you know
3: i just put it together that liza p is coming out the same day as mortal kombat 1 mm-hmm. oh.
1: and there was another game that I, I couldn't find the date but there was one that was september 20th uh which fire? Oh, yeah, man.
3: Oh, a party animals. That Greg's too. reply oh. to
2: Jeff Keeley is great. Jeff Keighley tweeted, No one was arrested today at Summer Game Fest, and Greg replied, Yet.
4: Mm. He <laughs> might Jeff, kind
0: of funny. He's coming to LA in a mere four hours, son.
1: Who's it going to be? He's It's going to be me. My eyes on Mike. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, I'm going to be talking to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next up, uh, we had Annapurna Interactive Showcase, June 29th, getting a little Let's hype go. trailer going through the, the kind of past that they've had. And I love it, man. Love to see a lot of these uh, developers and publishers come through. And like, we've seen it with Devolver kind of like, get a foothold in the industry.
0: And like you understand what that means. Annapurna now, they're
1: like, look, proof's in the pudding. Look what we've done. We're about to do more. What I love
0: about it, too, is that it's working hand-in-hand with Summer Game Fest and Jeff. Hey, let's use SGF to promote the fact this is happening, right? We saw it, obviously, with Capcom teasing out their thing. We saw a few of these, right, of like, you'll get more info on this date. That's a great way to do it. We've talked about before. We want Jeff, and we want Summer Game Fest to be directing traffic, and this is a great way of let's bring it all under one umbrella. Even if you're not showing something here, you can tease out the rest of the summer announcements. Yes, absolutely. Any Annapurna hype here? Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't fucking wait. Yeah, I love it.
3: The last few have been really great. So,
0: very excited. He sounds like
1: it. Uh, next up, we have Throne and Liberty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Amazon. M-M-O-R-P-G. You Amazon know? Games. Hey, we did you fall know? in love
4: with a couple that they brought out recently. For so. a few weeks. Yeah, exactly. Hey, you know, I will say, right after this ad break, right after Sonic, is where we start to hit the lull of, like, okay, we're really feeling it now. Right? And this went on for quite some time. And there was some... Hitters, there were some misses. Uh, this one did not speak to me. Uh, but I will say, like you said, Greg, we jumped on the train a couple of times now with Amazon games. They've shown that they can make a product where you might get really into it or you might not. Uh, I'll give it a try.
3: I wish it was Tomb Raider. Of course. <laughs> was,
2: I, this, was this the one that uh, Barrett said looked like the Ubisoft fighting game? Or uh, For uh, Combat? For Honor?
4: We're yeah. just thrown in lim- One of the two. Because I think there's another. There's am- another- I, I feel, feel like there's two back
2: to back that. Like, Warhaven very- was next yeah. up. Oh, fall 2023. Okay. Got you, got you. Got you.
0: I would argue here uh, with Mike, I don't think it's after Sonic that we really hit a low. I think mm. they're still putting out enough because it's Sonic, then Star Rail, which, of course, okay, whatever, but I thought we were in and out of. Lies of P, that gets a big pop. People are stoked about that. You get a date. Sandland, we're confused about. Annapurna, I'm excited about. Throne in Liberty, I'm interested about. War Haven, okay. Party Animals, you pop Party for. Animals. Dying September Light 20th. 2, again, which <laughs> is like a very interesting one of like nothing to show, just, hey, you might want to bring a barbed wire back. So are you teasing Negan or just whatever? I, I honestly, Rumble, Same, Samsung, and then Alan Wake.
2: Honestly, I feel like the biggest get of all of this show was a date for Party Animals, Mike. Like, <laughs> this is a, big this deal. is a game that, like, straight up, we played the demo about three or four years ago, it feels like. And I can't believe that it's actually here. And here's a, a date that you can actually play this video game. Love it. It looks great. Uh, so, yeah, the Party
1: Animals was shown there. Um, unless someone has something to say about Warhaven.
0: War Haven! Uh, Alan kind of Wake thing. too.
1: You know, they promised we were gonna see some gameplay. They delivered. I think it had a really, really, really great setup. For so you one. jumped Alan Wake too? Yeah. 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 Go 100%. for it. Greg.
0: No, I, I you know I think Alan we, we've talked about it during the presentation, but if you missed it right, I think it's that thing that there's not a lot of love at Kinda of Funny for the original Alan Wake. I remember at the time playing it. Not finishing it, it didn't work for me. I tried again some other time, and then of course they remade it, or you know they put out the remaster or whatever. I jumped in there expecting to get lost in it, and it just didn't work for me. Uh, obviously, that's Remedy, that's their DNA, but now i think so many people know them for control right Mm -hmm. i was a max Payne kid that's where i was all about them so to be on the other side of control and watch this demo it really does make me think that i'm going to be all about alan Wake 2 of course sam came out he said a lot of cool shit i really appreciate this idea that you can switch back and forth between uh the character the two playable characters and you can pretty much play the entire game as one if you wanted which is fascinating to know what you're going to see what you'll miss is it two playthroughs how's any of that going to work but evil 2 status Just watching this gameplay, right? And what's fascinating is, if you're watching with us, obviously, the way our uh, picture-in-picture covers the HUD, it looks like you're just watching a movie, right? But that's like the game with the exception of the stuff at the bottom or when you're interacting. Game looks beautiful. It looks like it's going to be Control meets Alan Wake, and it's going to be something I'm really going to be stoked for in October. I said this at the top of the show, but I'm blown away by how impressive
1: this looks. Didn't think I could possibly be sold in the game, and this showcase showed this game off. This gives, is given me so many RE2 remake vibes, and like, I loved that game. So I'm like, cool, I'm here for this. The, the shot of the jump-scare deer running by, you yep. go around the corner, and then the deer person busting through the, the walls, that looked incredible like that's one of those moments where like that gives me kill zone e3 vibes greg from decades vertical ago like, yeah. <laughs> how is this real like yeah, yeah like the vertical slice of it, like oh my god but like we know the games can do that because a couple years ago i played resident evil 2 mm. i can confirm it's a real video game uh so getting that vibe with those type of set pieces oh yeah let's go yeah
3: great pacing on that scare too right like the setup of oh man a deer okay good we're good here and then you take a step and then the actual deer man bust through the wall i love that kind of shit in survival horror and it looks like so far from the trailers we've got, and it's nearly in this was the trailer to, to sell me on it i'm fully in
2: yeah influenced by a true detective as they mentioned and ritualistic murders i'm super in whenever
3: you have an occult a, a,
2: whenever you have a cult big fan like, of ritual oh, murders. oh <laughs> we found a body mm-hmm. oh someone got killed and it's like oh there's a little thing they dropped next to it it's the origami killer <laughs> <laughs> so it <laughs> is the origami killer? I, just, I, I I love the whole vibe of it will i play it remains to be seen you'll play it october yeah, 16th Definitely play
1: it All right so uh, the fall's really starting to solidify here, I
3: Might um, be busy
2: around that.
1: Next time. up, Warhammer Space Marine 2, this winner. Andy, take us away.
2: Um, I didn't really have much hype for this game until I saw Shinobi, noted uh, video game dude on the internet, posting. <laughs> oh, video game I was just, dude. I was just cool shit, and he's really, really into Warhammer uh, as a whole. And Warhammer was, <laughs> I mean, you look back at, You know presentations two years ago and i was always like is this the rat game which which fucking hammer is this one uh but i've gotten more and more into it especially with dark tide that recently came out and also mainly rahul uh his infatuation with the ip and uh, this one always being uh described to me that it's their gears of war franchise this is like the one where you are the third person shooter super soldier type dude space marine i think the game looks gorgeous as hell lighting looks incredible It looks like, you know, you're about to see the thing at the bottom that says, like, not real gameplay. Like, that's sort of what I expect from games that look like this. And the fact that it's co-op, you can, with, you know, three friends, Michael, hop in with me. Mm -hmm. I'll yell at him a bunch. It looks like it's going to be an absolute blast. But, yeah, I think just visually it looks awesome as hell.
4: Yeah, this is one of my top games of the showcase right here. I am so jazzed up about that. I really love the universe that they've created with these. I did not like Darktide, Vermintide on the other side. Both of them, they're fine multiplayer games to me, but they're not what I was looking for, not that kind of gameplay. And this one looks more up my alley with kind of the camera angle, the perspective, the Space Marines. This is right up where I want to be on a multiplayer game.
1: Moving on from that, we had uh, Yes Your Grace Snowfall coming 2024. It has that kind of replaced art style, the pixelarty tilt shift, super minimalistic, super super cool light um, style. Um, Exciting! Like this, definitely. I'm waiting for one of these games to actually come out because we haven't got one yet. Um, and this is definitely not the one I'm most excited for because I'm not a big renaissance man. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, hey, I'm happy more of them are in the works because I think the style is extremely cool. Any of uh, you guys excited you about this? you
0: say,
2: like, medieval man?
1: I don't know the difference, mm. Andy. <laughs> I just don't know.
0: Uh, yeah, I thought that looked great. I missed Yes, Your Grace, the original one in 2020. And so I thought, looking at that, I was like, oh, man, that's something I want to play or whatever. So now I'm looking here on Steam right now where I can buy it for 70% off. Ooh. Get Yes, Your Grace one for that. I got to figure out if it's Steam Deck compliant. <laughs> it is. It's verified. He's a Steam Deck guy. I'm a Steam Deck boy. But yeah, I thought that looked really cool. I like making choices, obviously, in games. I like that. And, you know, a kingdom management RPG sounds neat.
1: Next up, so we had John Carpenter's Toxic Commando come in 2024. Greg, what do you think of this one?
0: We mentioned it, right? Oh man, it's awesome to see John Carpenter getting into video games. Of course, a a famed horror creator, right? In the movie business, he talks about video games quite a bit and nerdy ass video games sometimes. Uh, And that's super exciting when they said that and you watched it and it was like, oh, okay, it looks like World War Z. It looks like another, I'm going to team up with three jabronis. We're going to drive through and kill a gajillion zombies and I'll probably do a let's play of it, a stream of it and never come back to it again. Not because it's, bad just because it's like I can get that experience a lot of different places and it's not to me the most compelling let's sit down let's keep playing let's unlock the next tier of available bonuses and perks and yada 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 I
2: I I needed to not be that game I I needed to be a like super straightforward 10 to 12 hour multiplayer experience I needed to not have a store or battle pass or Yeah, collector's edition you get the gun skin for this and that like if it's going for that market it is going we're going to see it as a failure pretty immediately because games like this just generally do not have a long lifespan and so i really hope it is just a straightforward campaign game that you can play co-op if you want um and that way we can play through the campaign and say hey Pretty good. Recommended. Four out of five. Actually, pretty surprising. Yeah. But if it goes for anything more than that, with all of the stuff that we see, every sort of games as a service game, try to target. I I don't know if that's if it's going to really fit in that realm. You know.
4: Well said. Yeah. Stick to what Gear Time Busters did. Right. Give me a nice. Tight story with me and my friends. Let's jump in. Let's kick ass for a weekend. Let's get out of there, right? Nail the price point. Nail that kind of gameplay. You might have a little hit on your hands. Once you get lost, as Andy says, and you get lost in the sauce, you don't come back from that. We've seen way too many projects come in and go, okay, well, you missed the mark. We're out of here, you know. Uh, next up, Mike, sticking with you, Baldur's Gate 3. Yo, blessing, let me tell you what. This is going to be real hot, this Baldur's <laughs> they Gate. They passed by
3: Baldur's Gate in the Dungeons & Dragons movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, that's what, that's what man. I'm <laughs> very
4: excited never heard of this. about Baldur's Gate and what this team is doing. I'm, I cannot wait. I know it's early access right now, so people have already been playing it. They're awaiting the 1.0 official release. We got the date here. We're excited, right? So I, I'm all about this. I cannot wait to jump in and give it a try.
2: It, I want to make a like basketball a ball one called Baller's Gate. You do that, Andy. Do
1: that,
4: okay, Andy, that's kind of tight. <laughs> that's kind
2: of That's pretty lit,
1: actually. <laughs> and then... PS, I love you. I'm looking at y'all. Hey! Spider-Man 2. We had Brian Intihar come out. We'll see some art of Venom. It looked incredible. Uh, a little more references to Hey. I saw the, the gameplay a couple weeks ago. It looked fantastic. Everyone's stoked. Boom, here's the release date. Maps October pretty 20th. much doubled.
0: Yeah. Manhattan, Queens, Brooklyn. All right, yeah. And, yeah, October 20th for it. Uh, unexpected on my, on my bingo card. Uh, you know, I think we talked about it in our predictions episode of how many times we'd see the PlayStation Studios logo, right? and I was like, oof, man, I really don't know, especially after what we considered to be a disappointing showcase that you would want to have had everything there. So to have Brian come out, again, a great way to double dip and really unify what is Summer Game Fest slash the Summer of Announcements here, where you can do the PlayStation Showcase, but keep something for Jeff. Have that, you know, uh, moment here. Have that pop. Show Venom. Uh, express, of course, that this isn't Eddie Brock. This is a different Venom. Uh, Brian was out there talking about the goal was to tell an original story, something you haven't seen in the comics before. So we will see who is behind the symbiote when it's on Venom to or when it's on, you know, makes venom or whatever. Uh, but you yeah, think it's
3: gonna be a surprise who venom is.
0: Well, I figure it's what it's got to be. Eminem,
3: like, because the, s- the assumption is that it's hairy based on the- how the last game ended.
0: Well, yeah, and how this game starts. If you if Bear Courtney, of course, on the ones and twos was quick to point out when I got home after the showcase, when you watched the trailer without us all talking over and screaming, like Pete jumps out and he's like, I got to save Doc Connors. He's the only one who can help Harry. Like, Harry's already in the story and introduced in the symbiote. So I jumped from him to Pete at that point. So I saw the chat popping off. What if it's going to be Craven? What if it's going to be this? And it's also, as much as I love. Spider-Man is a property, right? I am not the Spider-Man expert like Tim is, so I don't know who hasn't had the symbiote on them before. Especially
5: if you think back to the original reveal trailer of Spider-Man 2 where the VO was Craven and then uh, I believe at the end, uh, Venom pops up, and he's kind of yeah. responding to Kraven. Like, yes, we will. And what if that's... You know, Venom talking sure. to Craven while Craven's wearing the the, mm-hmm. the symbiote, uh, which or symbiote, as some would say, mm-hmm. some
1: would say that. Yeah. Really excited about it. I think that we're all onto something really, really special here. Um, One of the more most iconic, if not the most iconic, Spider-Man story of all time, Craven's Last Hunt does involve Craven wearing the the Black Spider-Man suit, not necessarily the Venom suit. So I think they might want to play with that and him saying like, "Oh, it's a story we haven't seen before." I think very much is saying. Wink, wink. Like, yeah. I think we're right. I think it will end up being Craven, at least for a bit. I imagine we're going to yeah. get multiple Venom. I would centers.
2: think so
0: too. And also, I thought NBA it was comes like back from the dead. Worth pointing out, um, right, that uh, Brian called out the fact that Craven's come to New York to hunt superheroes, and he's like, yeah, he, he made other ones. He made reference, yeah, that it's more yeah. than uh, Spider-Man
5: in the uh, reveal trailer where you uh, see Craven. The map of New York shows other people like uh, yeah. Black Cat and um, I think some other people that we saw from Spider-Man One and Miles Morales.
2: Yeah, really cool. If we had never seen any footage for any sort of Spider-Man game or any sort of sequel Spider-Man game, and them showing that image of, like, here's how Venom's going to look in the game, which it wasn't, like, in-game footage. It looked very much like a very nicely drawn concept art. I had PTSD for Last of Us, uh... Neil Juckman showing off Actions. like here's kind of a concept of oh, yeah. for the multiplayer game like I had those same sort of vibes and I was like oh no thank god we have seen gameplay the date is coming up very very soon so
3: I, yeah. I love all the suits that have been appearing on Twitter too that Insomniac have been can we bring out. up the one that Chris Anka posted our friend Chris yeah. Anka they I look incredible that one. very very what cool Chris? rock Chris Anka and I also like the cover art of the game of um, mm, Peter art. and Miles next to each other and then you see the Symbiote taking over Peter's arm, and then uh, the like electricity powers yeah. taking over uh, Miles' arm. And I'm gonna yeah, buy that from collector's Chris. edition. So, oh yeah. yeah, get that I'm gonna yeah, swipe that yeah. card for that statue. I can't. I wait.
2: need wait. to see shirtless Spider-Man, and shirtless Miles Morales. Great, Great. point. Hey, look how Great good point. this looks,
3: mm-hmm. dude. And also, I, I like that they're going with October 20th. The rumors were September, um but like September started to get a bit busy there, and mm-hmm. so I think them whether or not. It, uh what's the name venom was wrong <laughs> to- uh, tony Tom, tony, tony whether or not tony todd <laughs> was wrong or they're like actually it'd be easier if we just put this out later in the year either way i'm glad that we're leading into october with this i think you can spread the love a little bit throughout the year uh I with agree. games and so let's go
1: i love that we got a release date i think that's really really big we always want to see these things at these showcases and we rarely get them this was awesome this is exactly what i'd want to see from spider-man 2 at this uh thing Having bringing brian out showing him some love love it pitch perfect for me
3: do you think this is gonna be a staple of the summer game fest going forward we're gonna see a playstation head of studio come out to talk about their game about these things you'd hope the second year in a row
1: yeah you'd hope right i think that that is creating the identity of what these things can be i love it next up pal world greg It's Pokemon with guns. Why not? Go ahead. Catch them all, shoot them all. Early access coming uh, next year. Or no, no, this year. This year, early access, 2023. This game looks fucking... There's something wrong with this. I don't know what it is. This game is a drug front. You know what I mean? You know when you see a place, you're like, I don't know.
4: That's this video game. We're going to play this game. We're going to get to the source of what's
2: behind the power world.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We're going to figure it out, y'all. I don't trust this game either. I don't know what it is. There's an energy here. It's
2: It's just every next every subsequent shot of one of these pals holding a gun like the gun became more and more real, where suddenly like, <laughs> they, they, look more they, were, more like they were on the mortar gun. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was like, oh my god, thing. dude! What is going on here?
3: And like, I was, I was some, storming the beach of Normandy and <laughs> shit. At one point, they forgot to like add in pals, like to replace the actual Pokemon that they use as references, and the actual Pokemon started appearing. Because <laughs> I'm like, that's a, that's a Pikachu, that's a Blossom or whatever yeah. it's called.
1: Yeah, I I love seeing this. I mean, that game looks fucking weird or whatever, but I love the weird games. You know, doke V a I couple years we're ago. We're still waiting for like, I love. Yeah. When you get the, like, what the hell is this? Let's like, just have some fun with it.
0: January 2024
1: in that one. Okay, okay, Sweet. cool, cool, cool. Then uh, then we got a little Black Desert look, June 14th, Mike. Black Desert, always a very good
4: MMORPG for me. I like Black Desert. I like the character customizer. I-, I love the worlds that they've built. I like the gameplay a lot when we talk about these MMOs. As a WoW kid, I've always wanted more, like, freedom and fast-paced wild combat. That's what Black Desert brought to me when I think
1: of those styles of games. So, yeah, I-, I like Black Desert always. Um, and then Andy uh, went to the bathroom when uh, his boy Gimli started talking. We got a uh, Lord of the Rings: Return to
0: Moria.
2: Yikes. Um, yeah, I don't really know much about this game. I just—it's another—it's the Tolkien estate just dishing out that fucking IP, that license, and say, "Hey, go make some money." And then they're like, "Wait, you made what? Gollum? What, what is this? We didn't sign up on this." I know nothing about this game. I've seen it tweeted at me a couple times in the past will likely never... A co-op
0: survival crafting uh, game. The Lord of the Rings Return to Moria. The Minds of
4: Moria. Thank you. I mean, you have some cool ideas there. Co-op survival game, right? Like, we... We brought up, I mean, I, I, I'm interested, but it doesn't, just doesn't look
2: good. Is it like jab- non-space rock eclectic? Yes, <laughs> that's what I was going for. Showcasing
0: their renowned courage and camaraderie, the dwarves set forth into the cavernous mines of Moria, harvesting resources crucial for crafting and building while rekindling long, cold forges to smith more powerful weapons and armor as they venture deeper still into the dangers of the dock.
1: No thank you, Blessing. I'm good. No, thank you for that
3: one. No. <laughs> I tuned out. The last five, I'm not going to lie. I don't know what, what we're talking about.
1: Uh, I retuned in here for Final Fantasy Ever Crisis. Uh, June 8th, Ever they're talking Cry. about it. Something's happening. Some early access, pre order access, some, some, some. Uh, what the fuck is this game? It looks awesome. Every time they talk about it, I'm like, this sounds great. And I'm like, I have questions. And then they don't answer them. They just leave me with more questions. What exactly
3: is this? It's, when are exactly are we going to play it? Like, I'm still only halfway through the original Final Fantasy 7 and I keep. Re- being reminded that this exists and it's gonna come out, and I'm like, do I just shift over to this to get the Final Fantasy Seven story? Should I just finish Final Fantasy Seven and ignore this? It's Should really I play hard both to tell. And I, remake? They're not doing themselves any favors here. Like, I'm
1: excited for this, but like, I need more answers at this point. Um, and then there was a sponsorship for DoorDash for Final Fantasy
0: 7. That was, was awesome. Yeah. That might be moment of the show. Speaking yeah. of Final Fantasy. Oh, nope, Ooh, nope, no, hey, no, no. <laughs> uh, <but wait, laughs> why, why was that
5: the segue, though? Speaking of Final Fantasy.
0: Because
3: it was a DoorDash Final Fantasy. Yeah. Final uh, Fantasy 6. He played that perfectly. Shout out. Yeah.
2: Uh, that He played that
5: so I mean, well. knowing
3: that that's where they're going to close. Yeah, out he's, he's going to have it. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was, that was great. Uh, and then that went into Banishers from Don't Nod.
2: Oh, yeah. Banishers. is the, yeah, yes. Um, yeah, this, visually, it reminds me a lot of what you know, Sony Santa Monica did with God of War, and I think that that's, like, a crazy sort of expectation to put on this game and this studio, but quality-wise and, like, lighting and visuals, I think it looks cool as hell, and I feel like there aren't a whole lot of third-party games that attempt this level of quality. Like, you always see, like, second-party studios or, or not second-party studios um you always see third-party studios just kind of making the double-a games in this sort of uh style but the fact that this has like production levels of this uh production quality of this level I was pretty surprised by it so it
1: I'm exactly exciting. with you like I'm the level of like Hellblade one and yeah. um what was the what's the other one with the rats
2: Oh, tale. Amicia,
1: right? Amicia. Yeah, it's like, I'm, I'm with you. Not for me, but I do appreciate that, like, it's not just Naughty Dog and Sony Santa Monica attempting that type of thing. Yeah. Somebody,
3: somebody in chat mentioned Vampire, and I think that's probably a good comparison for it because Vampire also a don't nod game. And that came in, like, I, don't, I forget what that is on Metacritic, but like seven in the sevens or eights area, right? When you're talking about um, review scores. And I know people that absolutely love Vampire. And yeah, I think it speaks to, hey, this is a very specific thing we're doing, but if you fuck with this, you're going to fuck with this, right? We're not making this to, like, you know, take over the world on a mass level, but we're making a game that's very specific that hopefully speaks to um, an audience. And you know, adding know, in all, all those choi-
0: no, <laughs> uh, also, hell no, we don't. <laughs> also
2: adding in all the choices that you see. You know, there's that guy. He's like, banishes ladies, just, ah, just fucking dies or whatever. Like, I know that that's kind of what they're known for, and sort of choosing your own adventure while going along with this really cool sort of third party or a uh, Jesus. I'm saying. Third person, third party, all the goddamn time. AAA. That's an action game, yeah. Looks uh, cool. Uh, <laughs> but uh, all jokes aside,
5: yeah, Vampire, a lot of the, the systems in Vampire, it seems like they're uh, kind of remixing them into this, and uh, yeah, a lot of that stuff uh, and how it changed uh, story and world in that <laughs> game is really cool, so this is definitely one to look out for.
3: Donut is a very interesting studio right now because, of course, like I love him from Life is Strange, and... They put out "Tell Me Why" a couple of years ago, and then like t- mm-hmm. t- today they had um, "Harmony: The Fall of Reverie" come out, and like that's like the two D, um, kind of cool art style narrative looking game that is different from what they've done. Again, this looks different from what they've got they they've done. They're in a very interesting place as a studio, especially have, not being on Life is Strange anymore because now that's Deck Nine. I I'm very curious about like what is the goal slash strategy slash like is this I guess the identity you want to have, do you want to lean into making these types of action games? Do you want to go back to making, like, a narrative franchise like Life is Strange? I feel like they're throwing a lot of things at, at a wall. And, and I, what I works. don't
0: think it's working their advantage. The fact yeah. that Harmony dropped today, and, like, it was, like, two days ago, you you were in weird meeting. I think it was meeting. yesterday. I was like, This yeah. game's coming out tomorrow. And I was like, is it? And we looked at it and we're like, I, and you are like, I think it is. I guess it is. Okay, yeah, it is. And, then like, today I got the Nintendo press release again, and, like, look, it's just, like, it doesn't have an identity that pops off the page and the screen that makes me go, "Oh man, I need to play this. I want to play yeah. this." Right? Whereas the life is strange does. I'm way more jazzed about what deck nine does next than what I would be about what don't die does next.
1: Next up, we had um, like a dragon, Gaiden. I, I didn't get that the man, man who erased his, his name. name. Yeah, November 9th, release date. You know, this is something people were excited about. Oh, it's yeah. funny we were just talking about it today on Games Daily of like, oh, we'll probably get the get answers oh, yeah. at
3: at RGG at RGG Studios whatever. Summit. No, boom, here it is. So yeah, it's like cool. Um, but th- this is really neat. Um, I know a lot of people are looking forward to this one. And again, this is gonna be another one where I pick it up, I start it, and I'm like, man, this is a blast. And then uh, d- what November 9th? There's nothing coming, out, nothing else coming out around that time, right? As November of 9, now, Halo 2,
0: 2004. <laughs> yeah, as of
3: now, I think we're good. So this might be the first one that I actually see all the way through. But don't quote me on
0: that. You better have platinum Spider-Man by then, you know.
3: Yeah, I
4: love this style of Yakuza combat. You know, I really love Like a Dragon, um, but then that was turn-based, and I fell off, like you said, Bless. Like, I started to get the Yakuza bug where I'm like, oh, really want to play this. Then I started playing Yakuza Zero, and I'm like, yes, this is the style that I want. So to see this, I'm like, okay, I'm all in on this one. Ready to give it. My five to ten hours, and then go. Oh, <laughs> it's just too much. I'll never play it anymore. You know. Bless
5: if the Persona Three uh, rumors are true. You're not going to have a lot of time with this Yakuza. Oh no!
3: When is it supposed to come out?
5: I mean, the rumors are November, but again, ah. that would be that would be weird if Yakuza if they're dropping both Yakuza and Persona in the same month. But I, I don't pretend to know what. Uh, Sega is up to at any given moment.
0: As know. always, yeah, this game like just sounds awesome, right? Because it's Kazuma again. Once a legendary Yakuza, he faked his own death and abandoned his name for the sake of protecting his family. Now thrust into conflict by a mysterious figure attempting to drive him out of hiding, thrilling submissions will draw you into an epic showdown that unfolds the more you explore and enjoy the town. Ultimate combat with two high-impact fighting styles. Dynamically switched between the Yakuza and agent fighting styles in visceral melee combat. With the Yakuza styles, strike fear into the enemies by unleashing wildly aggressive moves powered by Kiryu's uh, unparalleled strength and flair or up the ante with the agent style by delivering blows with absolute speed and precision while using a hi- an array of high-tech gadgets I like, like electrified bind wires to stun enemies and send them flying. It sounds really cool. Yeah. Um. Then
1: we have Under the Waves, August 29th.
0: Under the Waves! This
1: is, this is my game of the show. This this
4: captured me. This got me. I am such a big fan of games like Subnautica where you go underwater and you explore and seeing what this team was doing with the imagery, all of the different vibes that you were seeing from the sea life to getting those scary vibes of like, what's going on under the water right now? Is it going to be a good story? Is this going to capture me? What is the moment to moment gameplay going to be when I'm outside of the sub and I'm just swimming around? What else?
0: Uh, This game got my attention, and you know what? I cannot wait to find this. I'm right there with you. Of course, this sounds like a Greg Miller game, and I think to harken back to the conversation we just had about um, uh, the Life is Strange developer Don't Not, the original one, losing their identity. It's so fascinating to see Quantic Dream, right? This, of course, is a Quantic Dream uh, spotlight game. This is one of the ones they are publishing. It is made by Parallel Studio, right? And from the get-go, first sentence, right? Under the Waves is a narrative-driven action— or I'm sorry— narrative-driven adventure game about the engulfing power of grief. I mean, that's yeah. That's a big game, that tra- game. And that trailer right looked awesome, and I love the idea that, all right, you know, love or hate them, a Dream, right, is our narrative stories, make-your-own-choices thing. So for them to apply the spotlight label, and, you know, I think that immediately gives this context of, like, oh, that's a game I'm interested in. Something sinister is a footing up in these oceans. Always. Something's
2: going on. Let's find
0: out what it is.
1: Uh then we have Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Warzone. Something happened.
4: What happened? Uh, new map. I'll speak on it really quick. That's a big deal, of course. Anytime that Warzone adds a new map, always gets some of the lost player base back. You get new energy, you get revitalized on jumping back in. Of course, you absolutely get doo-dooed on by all the players that are way too good and/or cheating. But this is what you want to see, right? We talked about Warzone 2 trying to find its footing off of Warzone 1. Was it crumbling? Is it still the same juggernaut that it is? Hey, you didn't give me the content. You didn't bring the maps that we wanted during Warzone 1, right? It felt stale by the end of that life cycle. Now, when you look at Warzone 2, they're doing a lot, right? This is the third map here that they've added to this game. That's what I want to see when we talk about Warzone and Battle Royale. So, good on them. Excited to check it out. Very interested in the urban combat, right? We saw a lot of buildings. We saw a lot of different verticality amongst that. I'm interested in this. This is what I want to see. I like that there's a New soccer fun. stadium. Soccer stadium, yeah. aquarium, yeah. for the Europeans. A castle. So yeah, definitely in.
1: Um, and then what everyone was rating for, the big Xbox reveal. They're collaborating with Porsche for the worst-looking Xbox I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Sorry to be such a hater, but goddamn that Yeah,
4: was now late. this was an interesting it's one. Ugly, 75 though. years of Porsche. Uh, and then a, I think he said 75 different custom xboxes that will go along with that and then they're not for sale and stuff so i do look forward to knowing is that actually 75 different xboxes do they all look different than this oh yeah because they look different in the back look if that this is just the one didn't
2: love this one well, you're winning these right they're not for sale
4: correct but like i'm interested in seeing the other ones is what i mean like pull it back let me see the other ones what you got
2: here for i
0: sure. mean if that's the one they're showcasing though uh, there's a bunch of uh, <laughs> oh. tweets going around already about it, like with real critical takes of it. But I think Janet's my favorite who tweeted in reference to this, there were more Xboxes on stage than women at Summer Game Fest. Wow. <laughs> Holy wow. <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: There was one, right?
3: <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a Verge article. I've seen God. multiple people comment on it. But yeah, like shout out to the Verge for writing a whole article about uh, there's not a woman on that Summer Game Fest stage. Like we can do better than this.
1: Um, then we had Faye Farm September 8th. Um, this is weird. Farm game, really cutesy, but like something about it seemed off to me. I mean, that
2: was just like our chance to talk to chat. So
0: Uh, what I would say about it is, uh, yeah, I don't think it's anybody at this panel's game. We made a joke about Joey because it's a cozy game. I like the idea that they showed a cozy game. I don't think something seems off about it. I think that there's a lot going on in it outside of like, it's just going to be Animal Crossing. It's just going to be Stardew Valley. It is this. You're doing these farms, but you're also a fairy or whatever. Like I don't know what any of that means. Uh I, but it's not our kind of jam, but I thought it looked fine. The the off to me was uh we, we talk a lot about
1: like the flash animation where it kind of looks like uh little cartoons being stretched and skewed to animate. This looks like the 3D version of that where it kind of looked it, it there's something about it that looks read out. Like to me. Yeah, yeah it, it didn't like the look of it seemed seemed off. Um next up we had Marvel Snap. Um I of course I'm really excited about it. Conquest mode they announced. I, I definitely want even more to do. I'm still playing this game every day. I don't understand
3: what conquest. Yeah, I don't is. think he even told us. what He didn't. Conquest that mode. was what was, this was so let so weird Part about this. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was a major letdown here in terms of like this bit of the the show, the presentation for it, um, especially for something that obviously speaking to millions of people that are playing snap every day still like this game is huge yeah but like you need to say the things the right way and that definitely wasn't the right way um i am sure that they're gonna put out a new story in a blog post like they always do explaining exactly what it is for everybody that cares and we're gonna get that info but that was not the way to show that agreed
0: um next up king arthur's legends rise you got stoked (laughs) for this one you popped off yeah Big yeah. King Arthur fan? No, not at all. What did you think it was? I know when it was going, you thought it. Well, I, oh, I, I thought it was Disney Mirverse. I thought it was more Mirverse stuff. Mm. Um,
2: but you know, mm. it wasn't. Really... Mm. Mm. Then a uh, Wayfinder early access this summer. Yeah, seen a lot of promoted tweets about it. I'm, I'm sure this was maybe one of those. Yep, advertisements in there. Um, I mean, it this is where I think this is for me where we get into the sag where mm-hmm. we start to sag here. I think like, so oh, you okay.
4: felt it, felt it. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And what's interesting is like it doesn't look like a bad game. It has a neat art style with a lot of fun colors and cool looking combat. But will I sign up to be a founder? Probably not. You know.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh. Then we got Fortnite. Optimus Prime is in it. Are you in? Is this what brings you to Fortnite finally? No, I mean, I I wish garbage. I liked Fortnite more than I actually do. And, like, I, it's not that I don't like it. It's just, like, I don't really play that type of game. Like, multiplayer, that's not how I spend my time. But, like, Fortnite's awesome. And the fact that they have all these characters, the fact that Prime looks that dope, I'm super in. Don't like seeing Prime without hearing Prime. That's not Prime to me. Yeah. You know? I
0: thought that was where you didn't get one yeah, roll out or anything. Something. But, uh, I, I, it is what it is. But I guess but, that is Fortnite. Yeah. They usually don't talk. Like yeah. we said before.
1: Um, uh, Fortnite Wild, I guess, is what they're they're calling Wow. Them. Um, then, after that, wow, wow, we got wow, to wow, Blast. wow, 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 wow. First clip from the Let's
0: show. Go. um, this was yeah. jarring, <laughs> yeah, this was a jarring thing of. Uh, Will Arnett on his Zoom call. Okay, cool. And uh, the other voices Sweet oh, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all Man. right, cool. And then we were just into it and I was so j- I was so shaken of what am I watching exactly? Is this He <laughs> <is this> a- <laughs> was shaking, Andy him. <laughs> Is this the move? Is this the show? Are they gonna is, is Jeff Keeley gonna walk in and be like break it up guys? I didn't but it was the show. Uh, all I, the I, show. Hope, I like I like the part where they sang the thong song.
2: Yeah. Yes. Uh, I yeah. mean, it scale. looked like a Super Bowl commercial. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a great way like, to put it. And that not, a su- great way and to not put like, it. hey, here's a clip from the. It just looked like, yeah, like this is something you show off and then in comes Goddamn Brett Favre and he says something racist or something. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wow. Brett Favre, awful human, dude. Awful <laughs> human.
0: Yeah. Then Dick picks one. I'm super excited for twisted metal. That <laughs> I don't know much about this horrible, Brett Favre guy, but, but sounds I'm very wild. Played for, he played for the Packers. Most people who play there are dirtbags, so oh, that's fair terrible. Fair day. enough.
3: Green Bay. Then,
1: uh, there. Next up we had uh Les uh the Time Shift Warrior, Fall 2023. This uh come from a French uh, indie developer. It now, looked cool. I was like I went back and forth on being sold, unsold, sold, unsold a couple mm-hmm. times on this. I think I I ended up as
0: I'm excited for this, I'm hopeful. Now what's interesting is this is another Quantic Dream spotlight. So this is another one oh. that I don't know if it, you know, like flies in our face or whatever of what I was just saying. Cause it does seem story-based, but it doesn't seem choice based, right? After a half of them, after half a millennium of peace, a new danger hangs over uh, Antella. Uh, it's fate depends on you. Oh man. Uh, Eam? the swans of the new kingdom protector of the realm the ancient cities previously but you just go on it's like key features muster an army yourself uh, use the godlike powers to rewind time for a few seconds in the past to summon clones of yourself remnants to create an army to overpower your enemies push your limits challenge your skills and wits to outdo yourself tailor each fight each arena can be approached countless ways investigate gigantic ancient cities the old time locks are gone uh, the raxes are now free to create chaos again explore the abandoned cities of the old continent previously locked in the yeah. so it doesn't seem like a big story one which again doesn't need to be but when we we're just talking about what does a Quantic Dream Spotlight game look like I don't fully know
2: I think in this area is where I look back at past Keeley uh, presentations whether it's game awards or whether it's something like Summer Game Fest and one of the big pieces of feedback we always have is if you would have ordered things a bit differently and spread out some of the hype like it it's around this sort of area. I mean, this game actually looks pretty cool, right? But even before that, maybe before or after the twisted metal thing, you bring one of those things that we kinda of pop for in the first thirty minutes to forty five minutes and move that down. You know, let's shift them some things around so it isn't so you're not always talking about the big stretch of stuff you don't remember, you know?
1: Yeah absolutely I thought this looked cool though when it first uh, popped off I thought it was going to be more of a 2d side scroller type game in that art style I was like oh this is gonna be great and then when it was more top down I was like I don't know about this but then I was like oh wait Hades I loved Hades and you know Hades being a game first shown at a Keeley event obviously this is a very different different way 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 different type of team um but looked cool the rewind mechanics and having the clones of you fight could be kind of fun uh next up we got Immortals of ABM
0: uh, I talked talking, I talked office. during a bathroom break. I'll talk more about it on SGF uh, Gamescast next week. We're going to go play a bunch of games in LA, come back and talk about our uh, the things we want to talk about. I want to talk about Immortals of Avium. I know Mike did I a hands-off impression. Yep. I did a hands-on impression, played two or three hours of it in EA, at EA not too long ago, and I left going like, that is something I want to play in July. Will I stay through it the whole way? Will it get grab me and keep with me? I don't know, but what I played in that preview for a couple hours, like, yeah, this is Fun and I'm interested to see how the story is going to unfold. This for anyone else, uh,
4: I mean, made by some Call of Duty devs, right? I'm that first-person shooter, battle mage vibes. I'm I'm interested in the gameplay. I was not sold, like Greg will talk about later on, of the dialogue and the story itself. So let's see where we go next week when we talk about this.
2: Yeah, if the gameplay is fun enough. Again, I'm somebody who really enjoyed Outriders, and that didn't really have great writing or characters or dialogue. So I'm still excited for what this looks like gameplay-wise because um, I just love clicking them heads. Bro. You love clicking heads. Um, my doc got
1: kind of messed up, so Fortnite was actually here. I don't know why I talked about it earlier, but then it ended with uh, the big one that um, Jeff was like kind of hyping up the entire time, the grand finale, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, early 2024 on two discs on the PlayStation 5, taking it back to old-school multi-disc Final Fantasy Legacy. My, What's up, bless?
3: My My question is for you, Tim, mm-hmm. was this worth the hype that – Jeff started off with saying that we have a grand finale that you don't want to miss.
1: It, it's weird. It's yes and no, but at the end of the day, absolutely. This is huge. The, there's very few games that are this big in video games. There's very few games that speak this loudly to this group of people in different ways. Um, I do think that with Rebirth kind of teasing over the last week, we expected it to be here. So to mm-hmm. kind of build up a thing where he even said like, "Y'all aren't gonna guess it." It's like well, that's yeah. kind like, of weird. Because literally, like
3: on CGD, I was like, "Do you think this closes out the show?" Right? And like the fact that. Yeah, it was like, oh, you guys aren't gonna imagine what it is. Like, I think I can imagine what it is, but also like, I do think that this is a worthy show closer. Like, I think this is such a fantastic uh, trailer, huge game, right? Like, this is a game, uh, the follow up to a game of the year contender from from a couple years ago. That is a remake of a game that people consider one of the greatest games of all time. Like, yeah, this is an incredible game to 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 close out on. But I thought the hyping it up, hyping hyping it up throughout the show was interesting because like, I feel like you could have done that for. Like, any, any big Jeff Keighley show that has a big closer, I feel like you could do that for any one of them, right? Like, I this made it feel like it was going to be something different. I started to be like, yo, are we going to see GTA? Like, is, <laughs> is it going to be that level? Because that's I, what it felt like. I think that's the problem.
1: That's why I, I'm a kind of yes, no, absolutely, where it's like, yes, this is, a, like, the way to close the show. This is a huge, this is a unicorn game we always yeah. talk about. No, in the sense of if you're going to tease it as something we haven't thought about and like, the way you presented that, we're expecting, what are we not thinking about? And you start getting your mind racing, so that kind of creates problems. But at the end of the day, absolutely, this looks fucking incredible. This is, like, beyond my wildest dreams of what a video game can be.
2: How is this real, it, Andy it, Cortez? This this looks awesome as hell. I think the gameplay and everything character-wise, like, this is exactly what I want to see from a, from a gameplay premiere, right? Where it's a mix of cutscenes, and it's a mix of these... Um, quick time events, and it's a mix of combat. I love when presentations show, when when developers and studios show off their games in that way. I really wish they were not tweeting about any of this shit leading up to
0: it. Yeah, 1,000%. That would have
2: made me so much more excited because because all of those tweets start to happen, you assume, just like we assumed uh, on our Gamescast predictions, we're probably going to get it with all these tweets that they're like kind of leading up to and they're hyping this up and then when jeff says you're never going to expect what's at the or like you're going to be so blown away by this finale i'm like well it can't be well, by the way where's kojima but i was like by the way it can't be death stranding too, because like we're not gonna we kind of expect that to be here even mm-hmm. though it wasn't and it likely wouldn't be final fantasy 7 remake because of all of the hype leading up to it and all of the tweeting about it so that's why I wasn't too surprised. Um, however, I still think it looks awesome as shit, and I'm still happy that it did sort of bookend this show. I, I was at one point expecting either GTA Six or a Nintendo game
5: because Nintendo games feel like at an E3 a different event that isn't just a Nintendo direct. That like I I, I was almost expecting a Metroid kind of moment or something like that. Yeah, like sounded like Elden Prime Ring 4. DLC to me. Yeah,
2: honestly. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I I do think that uh, it might have been misworded a little bit in terms of, like, our expectations of why we're talking about this way, but I do think it's important to look at what Keeley has done with the Summer Game Fest showcase itself, and last time it was, where's Zelda Ring, where's Zelda Ring, where's Elden Ring, and that's really hard to say. Uh, and then when the finally <laughs> had it was like, oh, my God, it's here. And I think with this, like, the chat, not our chat, but, like, I was just looking online, everyone's like, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, where is it, where is it, where is it? Where is it? So mm-hmm. he had the thing, he knew he had the thing, so he was hyping it up for those people that might not have seen all the tweets. It's just, like man, you can't be doing that when there's thousands of people judging every word you use, you know.
3: Yeah,
0: incredible closer. Yeah, yeah. My only, the only knock I have is that I wish I knew nothing about it. I wish that, like, you know, I didn't listen to games daily today and I hadn't seen it coming and you know blah, blah blah. But it's like that's just who we are <laughs> and how dialed in we are. Uh, I thought it still presented extremely well. Uh, somebody who, you know, really dug Remake. I'm excited to get back to the story here and see what's up. And uh, I kept looking over at Tim and when they'd be saying something or reacting. I'm like, is this a big story thing? Is he excited about this? Is this whatever? Because, like, I had to call him, obviously, when I beat that game because I had no idea what the hell was going on. What was on. up with the opening to
3: that trailer? I mean, the <laughs> shit they the showed
0: newscast. in that trailer, y'all. Like, I can't. You're talking about Maximilian Dude for the
1: um comment. Uh, I can't wait to see Maximilian Dude go in on this. Mm-hmm. There's so much there that it's, like, wait a minute, this seems like even different than the different we expected it to be. Um, and the final yeah. shots of like Sephiroth looking like he's killing Tifa? What? And the, hey, oh the, the VO they had going on? Like then I mean,
3: to go back to our conversation we had earlier today on KFGD, this is the exact type of shit I was talking about where I'm like, show me the way in which you're fucking up the timeline. Like Show me the ways in which you're subverting all of our expectations of what we know about Final Fantasy VII, what we know about the events of Final Fantasy VII. Even for me, as somebody who never finished Final Fantasy VII, I know what happens. I know who dies. I know all this shit. What are you going to show me in this trailer that is going to blow me away and make me go, oh, damn, they're really taking this all the way? And I look at that trailer and I go, oh, damn, y'all are really taking this all the way. The fact that, yeah, it closed out with what looks like Sephiroth possibly killing Tifa.
1: Which is interesting. So that scene we've now seen multiple times throughout the games from separate perspectives. But that like there's a flashback we see in the original game. And then in Crisis Core, you actually like play through that. Like it's not a flashback; it's just what you're playing through. Um, but the VO there implies like this might be the death of her, and things are going to be different. And like she dies and all that stuff. We know obviously, Aerith. This mm. being a different version of that, I could not be more excited. Yeah. Like the way they're playing with this up school and Andy. There's a new timeline being introduced here. We see this thing of all them being put into the ambulance after uh, whatever the fuck happened with the, the thing falling. There's
0: a multiverse where she's alive. There's a multiverse where she's alive. You know what Andy? I mean? A hope, a chance. She's out there. <laughs> Jesse's out go. there, buddy. <laughs> That's going to be the DLC. Find Jesse.
1: <laughs> Somebody find Jesse. <laughs> Jesse uh, needs
3: help. Cloud, come find me.
1: <laughs> any any final thoughts on Summer Game Fest kickoff
2: 2023? I, I wish I could go home and download the of Pete demo. Mm-hmm.
4: Um, I'll do it
2: for you. I'm going to do that here at work right now.
4: Uh, Great job from Jeff and the team. Really well done. This is his best yet for sure. They are moving in the right direction. And as we look at the week ahead, still pressure continues to build for Xbox to deliver. I think PlayStation stumbled. We all said, oh, can Xbox deliver? Can they bring the best of the summer showcases? And we all said yes, but we don't know if they can deliver. You know what? Jeff, you delivered right here. And I think... Xbox now is poised to be second in the summer showcases behind Jeff's show if they don't deliver. So shout out to Jeff. Great show, man. Yeah,
3: I'm absolutely shocked I'm sitting here and, I'm, and with the thought of, man... Jeff put on a better showcase than PlayStation, right? Wow. Like, absolutely wild. I think he did the dang thing, and I think we're spoiled with video games. The fact that we got all all of this, right? Between Prince of Persia looking excellent, Mortal Kombat One looking excellent, right? Sonic Superstars, Liza P, Alan Wake Two, Spider Man Two, and Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth with a dope ass trailer, and so many things that I didn't just mention just now, and we're like, yeah, it was really good. It was pretty good, right? That was fucking fantastic. Um, and so yeah, like Jeff did the damn thing, and I can't I can't wait to see what he pulls off with the next thing,
1: right? Yep, Game Awards. No, not even Gamescom, opening night live. Uh, but let us know in the comments below what you thought of this. And remember, all summer long, we are presented by Amazon Gaming and Summer Game Fest. You can get all of your games. You can get all of your pre-orders over on amazon.com slash summer game fest um, thank you so much for hanging out with us and watching all this like I keep saying all weekend long uh, all week next week we're going to be reacting to all the biggest showcases so you can expect on Sunday we will live react to the Xbox showcase we will then do a breakdown kind of funny Xcast episode live for everybody then on Monday we're coming through hitting 10 AM with the Ubisoft forward live reactions followed by a games daily breakdown right Right after that, then we're going to be doing a live games cast that we're going to talk about all the things that we play this weekend at Summer Game Fest Play Days, and then we're going to close out the day with a reaction to Capcom Showcase. What a
5: time to be alive, Really everybody. quick, because I know the chat's freaking out. Our reacts video was taken down. Guess why, Tim? Twisted Metal, man. Sweet Twisted Metal. Miss. So we are on miss. it of removing that part of the stream to re-upload. Remove it a lot from NPC. history. Awesome. <sighs> yeah, Sorry about hate that, to see uh, it. chat.
1: We got cocked, everybody. Until next time. <laughs> love damn, you all. Man. Goodbye. That's tough.